Yo, 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 what's up, baby? Welcome back to another episode of Football Without Hesitation. Oz here, back every week, baby. We're back. MLS is back. Uh, the whole weekend of MLS soccer was so much fun. It would have been better if the San Jose Earthquakes would have had a better performance down in Houston. Two to one loss uh, against Houston Dynamo next week. They play FC Dallas. We'll talk about both of that shit today. Yeah, dude. So they're down in Houston. The weather wasn't the best. That's never an excuse. You play soccer. Quakes are down in Houston. Like I said, if you listen to the last episode, I predicted a three to one San Jose Earthquakes win. I think the San Jose Earthquakes are better than Houston. I still think they're better than them. That's a, a quake. That's a, a team that, again, uh, in form quakes with Judson. Probably a different result. I mean, and that's no disrespect to Houston. They fucking won that game. They fucking beat the Quakes. They they played the, the game. You know, again, they, again, I don't want to take anything away from Houston. This is not a Houston podcast, though. I don't know. I'm not here to talk about their performance. Great performance on their part, but I think the San Jose with Quakes played worse than they could. Yeah, so let's get into this. San Jose Earthquakes come out in their usual formation. Everything, you know, nothing's changed there. Except who's starting up top? fucking 17 year old Cade Cowell that's what's up dude that that's cool I'm again I mean that's already shown he's not afraid to use the youngsters he's not he doesn't care how old you are if you can play you can play and I love that I love seeing that it didn't really work out and and that's fine that's fine it, it you know it's 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 not gonna work out all the time he started that was the one I don't know him starting, I trust Almeida. Almeida wouldn't just throw him out there just to give him minutes. Kate Cowell played plenty of minutes last season. So, again, I didn't see a big issue with that. I was I was excited to see him start. I was like, all right, here's your chance, man. Here's your fucking chance. It didn't, again, it didn't work out, but just the way he played out there, is, is, I'm still like, yep. Once he, if he figures it out, because he's aggressive, he's fast, he just, needs that finish so yeah i mean i wasn't the worst performance from cow I, I really can't be like oh come on you fucked that one up almeida <laughs> he had a a pretty decent decent start this game really should have ended two to two that that i mean it really comes down to that wando with just one of the worst misses you'll see and i, I don't care i know of course of course people even quakes fans are gonna come out and talk all this shit just because it's fun they well, they think it's fun. People love to shit on MLS like it's some kind of bush league fucking amateur shit. Whatever. That's that's gonna keep happening until MLS is constantly dominating the continental tournaments. That's what people are gonna believe. Fuck it. Who cares? Like because of social media, everyone has a kind of a equal ish for or an opportunity, not an equal voice, because obviously people have more followers. But everybody has an opportunity to throw their fucking two cents out there. And yeah, that was a terrible miss. Come on, let's get out of here. No, nobody's gonna try to defend that. That was a, that was as bad as some of Vegas fucking laughers last season. So yeah, so whatever, it's gonna happen. If if you question Chris Wondolowski, you get the fuck out. Of here. You don't you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You just want to be cool, just because you know that's that's the only name you know for the Quakes. And that to me, that's fucking how that's so dope. Wando transcends, dude. Wando transcends. The Quakes aren't that popular, but people know Wando. And it sucks because then, the, like, just when there's an opportunity to shit on him, that's when they come out of the fucking cracks. 
a thousand times out of a thousand and two times Wando makes that fucking goal. It happens very rarely. Again, look at the goal. Look at who's the, the goal scoring leaders in Major League Soccer history. You want to laugh and be like, I knew it. You pinch it player chaffa and shit like nah dude but i mean damn and as somebody made a point when we were watching it somebody that was watching it with me made a pretty valid point that said you know what he fucking he hesitated a bit he wanted to whoever shot the the ball would look like it may be going in on its own or, or going out wando hesitated a bit to see if it would go in or out by the time he could tell that it was going out he just whiffed on it but yeah, if he would have just aggressively taken, you know, as soon as the ball was free, just taking that shot and put it in the back of the net, they would have scored. But I don't know. Just it's crazy. It's one of those guys who just wanted to try to be a good guy because Wando is just he is just a good guy. Motherfucker has so many goals. He's just trying to get his, his teammate. Like, why the fuck would I poach a goal from a teammate? I already have the lead. There's no fucking need for me to get another goal. But that hesitation. Yeah, he fucked up. He fibbed it. He'll admit it whatever again most of the times he doesn't there's no you can't you get a pass if you're the all-time leading goal scorer you get one pass the season you burned it up on your first match wando but you get one i don't give a fuck it's it's so obvious this team is just it's not the same without judson and i say that because it would be the same thing if you were to take out espinoza or yule you'd say it's not the same without espinoza or it's not the same without yule and that both shows how good those those three players are and how valuable they are for the team. But it also kind of shows how the lack of depth. Like there's some good all they're all good players. I love all the players on the Quakes, obviously. Just the way the league's going. I was I was watching and I'll get into a little bit that Dallas played Colorado to start the season and I forgot who Dallas was was pulling out, but they bring in Pomical. And it's like, dude, you, you, you bring a Paxson Pomichol from the fucking bench. Who's a, a fucking up-and-comer on the national level. And that dude just coming off the bench. That's how, you know, teams are getting deep. And they start talking about fucking Portland Timbers. People are going to be like, man, get off that team's nuts. I, don't, I watch them too much. They're the, they're the closest team. The other, you know, I don't give a fuck about the LA teams. I'm not going to really pay attention to them. So that pushes me up to Portland. But anyway, they're... Portland's coming out as soon as the Oakland Roots starts their season. It's fucking sounds like earthquake. Oakland Roots all day of football without hesitation. But I I don't know. I was just like Jesus. These these teams have and fuck it sucks. I hate for it because it just seems like I'm just shitting all over who's on the bench for the Quakes. But the league's changing fast, dude. And it's a fucking cliche now. Just a trip again and basically again get to getting back to my point. This a team was without Judson. Remedi was in there playing his position. That's exactly why they signed him, and he didn't do as good as Judson. He didn't, he didn't do terrible. wasn't out there like, oof. And we've all seen it takes a while. It's going to take some matches to get used to Almeida's system. Preseason was, I don't know, man. I, I know there was there was issues. Almeida said, again, his father passed away, and that, that fucking sucks, you know. Of course, he had to be down there with his family. But the the team from from what I saw, they they only did Santa Barbara and two preseason matches. Houston Dynamo did six preseason matches and high level ones. Again, they did that La Copita tournament with all of their teams in Texas. And 
they came in slightly sharper. I don't know, just seeing them, I wasn't worried the whole time. I again, fuck, Wando just just really fucked it up at the at the end there. But the whole match, I was like, this team is not that good, Dynamo. You know, like they're they're not this. The Quakes can in twenty seconds they can turn it on them and score. So I wasn't concerned, but it just didn't happen. They just weren't sharp, and and you you see it, you see it at the beginning of every season. Those passes that go over people's head that won't two months from now. Those fucking legs that give out 60 minutes in that won't do two months from now. Yeah, so it wasn't like a big concerning loss. Like the Quakes were lost out there. It was the same old Quakes. But damn, just seeing from seeing the Quakes, you see the other teams, and you're just like, fuck. <laughs> it's going to be crazy against the good ones. Anyway, just some some quick stats as to why you know about Remedi, how he. I was looking at do oh, and I only bring this up because oh my god, finally last episode I think or the previous one, I mentioned that MLSsoccer.com had a new format, and not only does it have a new format, I just saw that the stats they finally give you advanced stats on that fucking website. I used to hate like shots on goal. Yellow cards, goals, and assists. Like the fucking, the most basic stats. But now if you go on MLSsoccer.com, yeah, they have advanced stats, and it's fucking cool. So Remedis had won the most duels, of course, you know, playing that position. But he won only 33% of them. 33% of them, granted, this is the fucking smallest sample size you can do in fucking one, one match. 90 fucking minutes. 33%. 33%. But in 2020, Judson was at 50%. And of course, Judson being able to take the ball and help the team transition and fly down the fucking, I want to say down the wings, but that's basically what they're going to do. That's just key. I'm not saying he couldn't. Again, he was at 81% pass percentage. Still, it was a fucking very good pass percentage. Not the best, but still up there. Again, just the way that this roster is set up, the fuck it's razor thin. <laughs> it's like a, a like one of them like a really fancy race car, you know? Even you see NASCAR. Those fucking stock cars like a fucking piece of paper, like a regular eight and a half by eleven piece of paper will get in the front front of the grill and the dude will have to stop his race. Fucking big time ass race. You have to stop to get that paper taken off because it's gonna fucking shut down the whole car. That's Kind of what the sounds like earthquakes are. It's like when everything's put together and perfect, there's a really good chance that good things can happen. But you take one one little piece off, and the other piece that you put back in there isn't just isn't the same, and nothing works together. And I think that's what happened in Houston, and and it was just early in the season. I still fuck, and I know I'm just shitting all over Houston, and I know I've jokingly shed all over them because. You know, the Quakes moved over, but I don't give a fuck about that. That's that's just me talking shit. They're just not that good. They're really not. I'm, I'm sorry. I wasn't fucking impressed. It's the beginning of the season. I get it. But the, the Quakes, even with this shaky roster that I keep referring to, they could have won that, and they should have won that. Paul Marie is the only one that scored. How about that? Okay. Now, there, there's a storyline. And not only was the only one that scored, fuck. Golazo, dog. It was a little tiny crowd because I was at the bar. I was at a bar and I was streaming it on my laptop. I don't know if that's legal. I was legally streaming it on the CSN, whatever app. 
Anyway, I don't give a fuck. That's not what I'm here for. Anyway, there was like three or four people watching it at that time, and they saw that goal, and they stopped, and they were like, all right, that was a fucking pretty good goal. Paul Marie with the fucking golazo. So, again, that's where it showed, like, all right, dude, this team, and anybody can do it. Didn't work out. Whatever. Judson will be back. I don't know if, if he'll be back for Dallas. The whole deal with him was the whole green card issue. And not only that, he's in he's fucking brazilian so in brazil it's from everything that the liberal media or whatever the fuck tells me (laughs) in brazil it's fucking going crazy and shit like the covid thing covid thing seems to like bolsonaro uh bolsonaro i don't know how do you pronounce the, uh, the president's name he doesn't seem to really give a fuck about it and it seems like that country's still struggling so i'm sure Jutson, you know, couldn't just go do his paperwork and come back. I'm sure there was a whole quarantine period and all that shit. It looks like that's all done, according to some of Almeida's comments. I saw an article by Alicia Rodriguez from Centerline Soccer. Uh, what's up? That's still out there, dude. Go check her out. She fucking kicks ass doing so much fucking... There's nobody putting out more content about the Quakes than her. Anyway... It looks like, the, according to his comments after the match, that he should be available for FC Dallas. She made a really good point of even if he is available, the, the fitness might not be there, so he might not start. I'm, I'm only hesitating because I'm like, fuck, Dallas is a good team. That's a, that's a team that they have good players. Like I said, I watched them against Colorado. And I was like, I have to watch this. It's the day after the Quakes game, so it doesn't overlap. I can sit there and watch the whole thing. So, I, yeah, I watched Colorado Dallas. They drew 0 0, but it was an entertaining match. Colorado had sick ass uniforms. Come on, dude. Those are some sick ass white on green or green on white. Yeah, green on white. And apparently it's got like the six tallest mountains in Colorado, like topographical style, like imprinted on the jersey and shit. That was pretty neat. They won the style game for sure. But Dallas, again, I. I when I was doing my my predictions for the season, I had them. Where did I have Dallas? I had them all the way down in ninth. Even though they have all these great players, I had Dallas down in ninth, and I was like, "Nah, man, they're just changing too much. They're changing too much too fast. Players aren't going to figure it out." And I want to be right, <laughs> so I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's what I saw. I saw a bunch of players that, damn, they looked good individually, but." As a team, they didn't seem to be gelling yet. It's the fucking first week of the season. It was 90 fucking minutes. If FC Dallas gels, if that team gels together, ninth place, get the fuck out of here. I had the Quakes at sixth. We can can switch that real quick. But the Quakes have that opportunity that it's still that. It's still early in the season. Dallas didn't look the sharpest. They did a really good job, though, just clogging up that midfield a lot of a lot of colorado's passing was in that what you i don't know what, what i'm not that intelligent but by you know the closest to their keeper the first third their half you know dallas made them just sort of like fuck that you're not crossing the, the midfield line you're not going to and i mean they didn't capitalize on it because it worked they kept Colorado on their own side, but it, it didn't fucking, it didn't translate into very many goals. With the San Jose Earthquakes, with the weakness in their defense, dude, Flo, I fucking love Flo. 
bro. Flo is that dude became a native Californian. Like he he became he said, fuck it. Germany is cool and all that shit, but something about this state just clicks with me. And that became hardcore down for the state. So I fucking love Flo. Flo's Flo's one of my favorite quakes for sure. But he's not that bouncer, you know? He's not that bouncer at that club, that big imposing wall of like, nah. I thought Grom was great at that. Muma fuck, dude. Muma was just I don't know how you got rid of it. You could have fucking resigned him, dude. I'm sure they could have fucking resigned. I don't get how you don't. He still had a couple more seasons than him, especially in San Jose, man. He I don't know how that went down, but you you could they could have figured it out. You know, since Grom, they haven't they haven't had that. Flo's fucking great. Flo's the Flo will run into forty brick walls if he has to. But man, sometimes you, you just don't need that. You just need that big imposing guy that they have to try to run around and flow ain't it or he, he wasn't it hasn't been it i hope he becomes it because i don't think they're going to sign anybody well at least it's for sure not until the summer anyway getting sidetracked dude fc dallas the quakes have an opportunity the the, the team is good it's hollingshead can you can can you fucking beat that guy can you get around him if you can get around him then because see dude oh man that was a couple of things that i saw against houston a couple of times and i know i don't know if people have high ass expectations for trophies but uh i don't know he the the work rate wasn't the best he didn't seem like he was quite there but again it's the first match where we we all they all get a pass there kicking out at a guy because you're frustrated that's some that's some chicken shit dude that is no you're gonna miss fucking time because you're being an asshole fuck that but a couple of times the whole thing again where you get an espinoza espinoza goes to the corner and then the team sends two or three guys to just try to cut him off and last season without magnus erickson once you do that <laughs> they, they're quick for fucked you know if if espinoza didn't have any passing lanes they were fucked and nobody else that can create anything else. A couple of times against Houston, Espinoza was able to use his, you know, uh, trophies as a relief valve, make the defense spread back out, and they didn't really lead to much. But to me, that's again, that's like, all right, this is okay. You can see the the beginnings of it. It fucking sucks. That I don't know why the the quakes or why it seems to do that. Why it seems to take time. There's, there's a million different reasons. Fucking worldwide virus pandemic is one of them. But again, so the, it, there's that opportunity if you can if you can get past that fucking gunkiness that Dallas created against Colorado. Again, which I, I believe it, it's centered around Hollingshead. I, I, I keep, again, I, I brought him up already. But you just look at the fucking numbers and it just stands out. So yeah, that, that's going to be an interesting battle. That, that's going to be interesting if, if you can do that then you can start creating some more opportunities the quakes did not create very many opportunities if if, if judson's in there judson's in there then it's a player that knows exactly what is expected of him and he did a great job at it last season so it should be a different team but then the fitness thing comes into play he might only go for an hour and you're gonna have a half an hour of of the whole different team or if Judson doesn't go at all, or he only comes in for that final half an hour, then you got Remedi, and, and hopefully 
after a one regular match, now he understands what's going on. The Quicks are back at home. I was so excited for the first three matches because it seemed that the U.S. Open Cup was going to be based on that. You know, the first three matches and best teams, best eight teams, best seven or eight teams, whatever, I don't know, get go in. They were worried that it might get canceled. I don't know. There's still nothing official as of right now. I'm, I'm, I'm recording this on Sunday. This isn't going to come out till Wednesday. So I'm, Sunday might have it Monday or Tuesday. But I'm recording this on Sunday. As of right now, they're not, hasn't said anything official. So it's still going on. That loss, basically, I mean, it's going to be way too competitive. I think that, that takes the Quakes out of it. But you can still, you can still win the next two. You got the next two at home. Uh, you got Dal- You got a Dallas team that, again, is still trying to figure itself out. They did a great job of, of preventing Colorado from, from doing anything. Colorado looked really good as well. Dude, Colorado looks really good. They, 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 it's the first match. You can see what they're trying to do, and they already got, they got some great players as well. Do can the Quakes beat Dallas, dude? I was so I was so excited with my three to one prediction against Houston. Now the question is, can the Quakes beat Dallas this weekend? Um, yeah, yeah, they can. If Dallas still doesn't play as sharp as you know as they did last week, if they stay if they stay unsharp, I don't know how to say that nicely, but and if Juton comes back and he starts and he's able to to use that gunkiness to ungunk the midfield essentially to come in there take down Dallas is what they're going to try to do get that offense going get them get some speed going down the wings get trophies down the middle if as a relief valve and get some fucking opportunities if Judson starts i think the quakes win 2 to 1 if Judson comes in in the second half, I think the Quakes it's a it'll be a one to one draw. The teams aren't just aren't sharp yet. Oh gosh, I feel terrible doing that because what I'm gonna do that and the Quakes are gonna lose five to one and then I'm gonna feel like an idiot. I'm gonna feel like I jinxed the whole thing. I'm saying Judson starts first match at home with fans. Everybody's excited. Two to one, two to one Quakes victory, redemption. And we're playing Bob Marley and everything. And if Juton doesn't start, Remedy starts, and it's going to be a one-to-one draw, and they're going to score before Juton comes in. Juton's going to come in. We're going to think, oh, crap, he's going to ignite something. But no, we're going to get excited, but we're going to, it's going to get a point. So either way, I, I think the Quakes, get a point, the Quakes get a point out of it. Oh, my God. I don't know why that was difficult. What do you think, huh? Do you agree? And did, and did anything I said make sense? I think so. Dallas, gunking up midfields. Judson on Gunker, you know? He's that Drano <laughs> clearing those fucking pipes out. Either way, MLS is back, dude. We got matches every week. We're going to talk about it all the fucking time. Like I said, every Wednesday, new episodes are going to come out. I'm going to talk about whatever match happened and try to break down a little bit their rival for the next match and see what they can do and what might happen. I don't know. You never know. Sometimes I might be right. If I do it every week, it's, it's like that whole even a broken clock is right twice a day. Like, I just got to play numbers. If I just keep talking and talking and talking, like, I'll be wrong a lot, but then I'll be right every once in a while, and then that's what I'm going to make fucking Instagram posts about. <laughs> 
Anyway, thanks again, everybody. This is Football Without Hesitation. It's a production of Salad Bites Media. If you like what you're listening here, go check us out. Go to Salad Bites Media on Instagram. You can check out our other shows. If you like movies, we have the Electro and Bono Movie Power Hour. Always breaking stuff down. We just finished a Fincher and Christopher Nolan versus each other marathon. Man, we went through a whole bunch of their filmography. It was fucking awesome. I learned so much about those two directors. And if you want to learn, dude, go listen to that. We have 831 If you are, dude, Latinx culture knowledge right here. That show, I fucking, it's a great show. I love that show. I love what they do. And yeah, if you're curious about what the Raza is thinking, <laughs> what what people, uh, what's going through people's minds, a through Uncle Madres is definitely a, a great, a great resource for that. If, dude, you like, if you like anime, we got, I, I don't, I'm not that I don't, I don't hate anime, but I'm getting into it more. I'm learning so much, but if you like it or if you want to learn more about it, we got the Nakama podcast for you. Nakama podcast is Cruz and Sal, they're talking about, I mean, I wish I, I wish I could say some of the names, and but I can't because I don't, I can't pronounce them. I don't know what the, they're talking about. I'm just Google them. Every time I'm listening to their show, I just Google, like, what is this? So if you're an anime, check out Nakama Podcast. We'll sign off with that. Football Without Hesitation once again. Catch us anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. See y'all next week. Peace.